This is a tale of a strange and dangerous world. A world known as Carthus. This is an adventure full of magic, hardship and ale. This is a tale about a world at war and the people who are forced to endure it. From the wounds of battle come three unlikely partners, trying to make sense of something much larger than themselves. But, more than any of that, this is a story about how to win loot and influence dragons. Before we go any further, and I hate to, like, draw any tension, um... I've actually been sitting at home for a little bit. I've been playing some character voices, and I just wanted to speak to you guys on wax just to get your permission. Because you see, so I am half Spanish, right? <laughs> now, is this a bit? I, I don't. Are you doing a bit right now? I don't speak the language, but I feel like I've inherited a certain. Genesequa. <laughs> That's the wrong language. Yeah. Wow. Um, okay. I was thinking Jody Mastana as some sort of Spanish spiritual warrior. Okay. Could be a fresh take, like an Diego Montoya kind yeah, of thing. Like that, like that sort of vibe. All right, we'll try it on, dude. All right, break me off a I slice. Do- like right now? No, over the next little yeah, while. Yeah, okay. Just, we'll, we'll let's work just, let's it. just yeah. trial it. And now, we'll I do like six character voices a show, so feel free to yeah. join me yeah, yeah, yeah. if you think that's appropriate. A, I mean, yeah. I kind of do a character voice. It's subtle. That's true. That's true. Yeah. I sort of do. Yeah, I mean, Garrick's character voice is very easy for me because it's just kind of like, yeah, a little bit of a bogan kind of guy. I like it a yeah. lot because it's very easy for me to find. Well, that was my go-to at first, and then I was like, we can't have the three dudes on this podcast being like, oh, well, you swords and magic. All of the characters except for Valeria are really Australian. Yeah. I think that's important. You're in Carthus. Where the bloody hell do you think Carthus, you are? Carthus, yeah. <laughs> Welcome to Carthus City, mate. Ah, <laughs> oh, oh, good times. The last time we heard from our heroes, they'd just finished defeating the Guardian of the mysterious temple that they'd found their way into. They spent some time recuperating and learning more about the scholar, Valeria, whose service they'd signed on to. They found out that Valeria is a member of a clandestine group of academics searching for lost knowledge that may have an impact on the generations-long conflict that embroils the Kingdom of Carthus. They also found out that Valeria's group are not the only people looking for this information, and that some are willing to do desperate things for it as they may want to use the lost knowledge to produce weapons. After some deliberations, the party agreed to sign on as extra muscle on the trip from the temple back to Gartha City, so that Valeria could share her discoveries with her colleagues. After a few days on the road, our heroes found themselves fighting for their lives once more, as they were pursued by an imposing black wagon and several chariots. They managed to hold off the attackers long enough for Valeria to do something remarkable. She appeared to employ some magic imbued in the pendant around her neck, and, after making sure the party, Garrick, and her leather-bound notebook were safe, she managed to make her own wagon, and the pursuit wagon, disappear, dragging all aboard into thin air. That brings us to right now. You guys are standing in the cart, and Garrick, who is shocked by what's just occurred, I mean, we've already come to know how much he, he loved and appreciated Valyria and trusted her, saying, We shouldn't rest here, we should move quickly. There'll be others. There was the, the chariot that we escaped at the turn, and there's bound to be others in the area. We should we should get off the road, and we should we should get into the forest. Sounds good. 
Um, I'm going to tuck the leather-bound notebook somewhere very safe on my person. Cool. I'm not going to drop that one. Very good. I was just going to assume you didn't drop it, but I'm glad <laughs> that you've now said that. I was going to assume you weren't just like, yeah. oh, what is this gross hand-me-down book? It's just canon now. We yeah. can keep the book. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so that's that's in there. So she's got the book. Yeah. Um, okay, so at, at Garrick's behest, uh, unless anyone has a different plan, he suggests that you just like ditch the cart, take everything you can carry, and get off the road. What Strong is- plan. Yeah. I like it. Okay. Uh, but we should probably try to disrupt and or cover our tracks from the road. Because otherwise they'll just follow our foot tracks into the Good into point. The so I was going to suggest that you guys make a group, either survival or stealth check. It can be different things to different people, whatever you're better at, mm-hmm. for traveling through the forest to try and, like, obscure your path and also right. not get lost. Oh, dear. Did you do bad, Gracie? I got a critical fail. Hey. <laughs> Lumbering through that forest. Uh, 12. I got a 9, so uh, I'm hoping this DC is really low. Don't do well. Okay. Well, I mean, you got. Maybe Garrick saved Garrick today. Saved Two sub 10s. Garrick for once in your life. <laughs> okay, so I'm going to rule what happens with all of those abysmal rolls from the three of you. Would and we say Garrick. 12 is abysmal? Okay. Three abysmal and one okay roll from the four of you, including Garrick. Uh, you guys basically, in your haste to leave the cart, you are trying to navigate into the woods, at least in the rough direction of Carthus City, which you know is to the west, and you're trying to go that way. You're also trying to cover your tracks as you go. You travel for a couple of hours. The sun's starting to go down. You're, you're kind of not exactly sure where you are. It's getting towards the evening. It's not dark yet, and Garrick suggests that I think it's uh, we could probably rest here for about an hour, and then uh, everybody gather some energy, and we, we march on into the night, I think. Cool. Okay. Small rest. So, so I think you guys take a short rest. Yeah, I think an hour um, is exactly what we need. Yeah, <laughs> I mean you could say that that's a little bit of uh, a little bit of a gift from your friendly DM. So Yay. you guys take your short rest and everything's hunky dory, uh, and it, it's starting to get into a little bit earlier in the evening. And Garrick suggests that you march on. Um, and can I get everybody's passive perception for me, please? Thirteen, matey potato. Fifteen. Twelve. Okay. Okay. It seems, unfortunately, that your stealth and survival checks have not been sufficient to disguise your tracks from your pursuers, but thanks to Jody's keen perception skills, you notice ahead of you in the bush some figures moving amongst the trees before they get the chance to get the drop on you. Everybody roll initiative. Jody, what do your Spanish eyes see? <laughs> Now's the time. Break it out. <laughs> well, I mean, you, you sort of stole the line. I was just going to be like, shh, quiet, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> For the record, this is okay because Jackson is half Spanish. So I don't want to get any shit yeah. about this from anybody. <laughs> Heck yeah. I think that's a 21 for you, for your boy. Nice. Maybe rocking. maybe this Spanish thing's going to work out okay for <laughs> Jody. <laughs> I'm hitting 17 for that. Ooh. In it. Um, what, is, what does my girl Drazilia get? Five. Five. Yowza. The first person to act is Yodi Mastana. Uh, you've got figures in the trees. I'm going to say you can make out three of them, and they're probably like a good 20 feet away from you. 20 feet away from me. Okay. I whip out... Uh, that short bow um, that I have, and I fire a shot at, I guess, the one to the left. Okay, yeah. We'll, is there we'll any go... sort of feature? 
No. The, they look, at this distance, they look the same to you, but we'll call them left, middle, and right. Okay. And a 17? Yeah, that hits. And 6 damage. Okay, he takes 6 damage, and the next person to act is Duncan. Oh, great. So we're seeing three, three like, medium humanoids. Can we d- discern any more about them at this range? They're medium humanoids wearing black, what looks like leather armor. Cool, cool, cool. Uh, roughly how far away are they? About 20 feet. About 20 feet? I will uh, run up to the one that Jody's already wounded on mm-hmm, the left, isn't mm-hmm. it? Yep. And I will attack him with my greatsword. Great. Sword. Uh, oh, 12 to hit? It hits. Yay! You've done it. Um, And that's going to be uh, 12 damage. Hey, that's a good hit. All right, this guy is... Starting to wish that they'd got the drop on you. Uh, and the next person to act is Garrick, who, not to be outdone, charges up next to you, Duncan, and attacks the same guy. And this guy's still standing. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're level that's two a, now, baby. That's a lot of HP. Uh, he hits him for a whopping seven damage. Didn't need to tell you that number. But the guy's still there. Uh, You're shitting me. I'm sure not. I'm surely not shitting you. Oh, my goodness. Next in the order is this boy uh, who swings at you with the big mace that he's holding. So is this the one I've attacked? Yes. Okay. The one that you're standing in front of. He swings at you with the big mace he's holding twice. And the first one is a 14 and then a 15. Neither hits. Hey! Very good. AC 16. Yeah, that's neat. Okay. Uh, The next thing that happens is another one of these guys charges over and tries to hit Garrick uh, and hits him. And <laughs> this is becoming a bit of a joke, isn't it? <laughs> Garrick just gets fucking dunked on in every encounter. It's not his fault. He's just a <laughs> damage sponge. It's not his fault. <clears throat> Standing in the wrong place every time. You, you need one. Uh, he only hits him once with his two attacks. Uh, and he does some damage. <laughs> Okay, but Garrick is still standing. No worries. Uh, <clears throat> uh, then the final of the three of them, the guy on the right, pulls out his heavy crossbow and fires at it at my boy Jody, who also is firing a bow back at them. And does 12 hit your AC? Sure doesn't. Okay, well, that's that. And now it's Drasilia. Um, Okay, can I... I'd like to ray of frost. Which one? The boy on the left. Very good. Um... Does 17 hit? Oh, you know it does. And uh, that's a six. Okay. This guy, unbelievably, is still standing, but he is looking incredibly shook. He's also a slow boy now. And he can't move Mm. very fast at all. He's a slow boy. Mm -hmm. Uh, And the next person to act is Jody Mastana. I rush on over. Oh, you're standing there too now. Uh, Yeah. 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 I rush on over, like, around the left. And I swing my uh, quarter staff down on him, two-handed. Does a 14 hit? It does. Oh, shit. Okay. These guys are just wearing leather. Oh, great. Uh, That'll just be uh, six damage. Okay. At long last, this boy's dead. (laughs) Great. Great. Uh, And then I I back up um, about, like... Uh, as, well, I got, I got 40 feet of movement, so 10 feet. 10 feet, very yep. good. Okay, uh, next in the order is Duncan. The guy in front of you is down, but you can easily get to either of the other two. I'll step up to the one uh, that's closest. Yep. The one still The one engaged with Garrett. Yeah. Yep. I'll take a swing at him with my greatsword. That's going to be 19 to hit. That does it. I'm going to roll some damage. That's 11, 3, 14 damage. Neat. 
And I'm going to action surge, because I forgot to use it at all last time. Very good. So I'm going to attack him again, because he's good. still alive, right? Yes, he sure is. So the second attack is 18 to hit. Yep, that hits. And then rolling some damage. Mm-hmm. 12 damage. Nice. Okay, this guy is also looking incredibly shook, but he's still standing. Damn! Uh, so, next in the order is my boy Garrick, who attacks this guy in front of him, and he hits him. <gasps> Could this be it? Could it be? Yeah, Garrick straight skewers this guy. Uh, is that his first kill? I think it might be. It might I'm not be, totally yeah. sure. I mean, I don't remember. First time he survived the first round. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Yeah. <laughs> he is normally just unconscious for the fight. Yeah, fighting. well, he's your damage sponge, yeah, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Jody just yells, congratulations, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> what is he, the fucking dragon from fucking... What's that movie where Sean Connery plays a dragon? Oh, goodness. Oh, God. Sean Connery played a dragon? Yeah, it doesn't matter. Dragonheart. Anyway. Um, <laughs> yeah, there was, there was, there was oh. a bit of a bit of Sean in that Yeah, there was a bit of a Connery. I'll work on it. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Um, next in the order is the last remaining boy who backs up uh, 30 feet into the scrub and then fires with his crossbow uh, at the least armoured person within his range, which appears to be Jody. Probably incorrect. Yeah, no, you're right. He fires at Brasilia. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and hits you. I'm assuming mm. that 24 hits your AC. It sure does. Yep. And Drazilia takes a stunning five damage. All right. How are you doing over there? All right. Yeah? A little peaky. Oh, yeah. That's, <laughs> that's good. Um, okay, who distracted? That guy. Now it's Drazilia's turn. Gonna get him back. Angry from her crossbow yeah. bolt. Um, Ray of Frost. Oh, Ooh, it's a critical hit. That nat 20. Yeah, it is. <laughs> you get him. So what do I do? 2d8. Two, two five and five. Ooh, dang. Okay. Ten so damage. he takes 10 damage and he's slowed. So he now only has 20 mm-hmm. feet of movement. I'm going to say now it's Jody's turn. If you backed up, he's outside your 40 feet because he moved 30 feet on his turn away. It's very upsetting. And yeah. um, But you could nearly get to him. Yeah. Because I mean, he was quite close to you when you backed up. Also, just going to use a yeah. key point and dash. Oh, and shit. Get there. Hey, that key uh, mechanic that we didn't discuss at all last time. Yep. So how does a 14 plus my thing? Yeah, yeah, that's fine. Five? Yep. Uh, probably like a 19 to hit. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. Um, two-handed. Get him. You did use that super jump one last time, which was epic. Yeah, oh, was yeah. Very good. That is oh, uh, 10 damage. Neat. Okay. He's okay. Uh, next to act is Duncan. I'm going to say this guy's like 40 feet away from you, Duncan. Uh, I'm going to move my 30 up towards it. Do dwarves get 30? What's this about a tree uh, line? No, we... they're straight up giant. Sorry. Aren't we in Just a forest? Trees, not yeah. tree line. <laughs> they're straight up giant. I'm uh, not used to playing a dwarf. Yeah. <laughs> they get 25. Yeah, neat. So I'll move my 25 towards him. Uh-huh. And then I will whip a hand axe at his ugly face. Neat. That's uh, 22 to hit. Neat. And the damage is a cool little 7 damage. Oh, fuck. Okay. Um, Okay, cool. He's still alive. Damn it. Uh, And it's Garrick's turn. Garrick has on him a short bow. Uh, So he moves the requisite amount of distance towards this guy as far as he can uh, and then attempts to shoot him with a short bow. And hits him, and it doesn't matter how much damage he does because the guy was on one hit point. <gasps> so Garrick fucking nails this dude through the tree line, and he just like collapses into the dirt. There's no tree line; it's just trees. Through the trees, sorry, Grace. <laughs> through, through the many trees that there are. 
Jody rushes over and embraces Garrick, and I, I like encourages everyone to come around and celebrate this great achievement of yes, him duh. not being unconscious in our presence. So well done, you guys have survived the encounter. Uh, I think the only person who took damage was Drazilia. Mm. Is that right? I did. I did take damage. My AC's too good. Oh, Garrick took damage as well. Garrick got hit. Garrick with always it. takes damage. That's Garrick. a given. Garrick got hit with a mace. <laughs> reduce his hit points by half. Yeah, that's true. Um, so. Garrick uh, is kind of like clutching his side and he goes, Ugh, seems they caught up with us. I don't think we can stop here. I think we should trek on for a few hours, maybe change direction, and then camp for the night. We've, you and I have dark vision, don't you, Duncan? So I sure do. Garrick's a half-elf, so he has dark vision as well. Garrick's a half-elf? Yeah. I just assumed he was a dwarf because you went bogan with him. No. No, he's <laughs> a half-elf. He's a war boy. He's like Nux from Mad Max. <laughs> <laughs> You know? Shiny and chrome. He's shiny and chrome. That's right. Uh, <laughs> well, we can just tuck Jody into the middle of the party and move uh, on. That's so cute. Into the yeah. night. Given that I'm blind, <laughs> essentially. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because I'm going to say the sun was going down during that last encounter, and it's down now. All right. Uh, we can. You can use echolocation. Yeah. Yeah, that's got to be some monk shit. Well, I'm also half bat. That's the other thing. I ah, think right. Half Spanish, half bat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All Australian hero. All Australian folk hero. Yeah. Uh, okay. what's, what's this, what, does hombre mean man or brother or uh, neither of those things? I think Friend. we should move on. What's this about a bat, though? Friend well, I was thinking like hombre. Batman, but like bat hombre. Ah. Oh. Well, you should look it up, find out what it is, and just throw it out there sometime later on. Yeah, yeah just did. Right. And then we can just cut no. it again. <laughs> <laughs> I might not cut that. That was kind of funny. Uh, <laughs> let's let's move on. Uh, so Garing suggests that you guys uh, continue for a few hours. Can I get you all to make stealth or survival, whatever you're better in, checks again? 19. Net 20. And so are we checking to see if we're going the right way or if we're being quiet? Both. Both? Yeah. Goodness. Garrick's making a survival check because he's kind of leading the way. You guys can make stealth checks or survival checks to kind of cover your path. Mm-hmm. I rolled a one. Okay. Well, that's okay because we've got a 19, a 20, and another 19 from Garrick on his survival checks. I'm going to say that with those rolls, <laughs> this... Duncan's just like, we should go that way, <laughs> like loudly pointing into the shadows. You said they're so quiet it absorbs the noise I'm making. <laughs> Yes, I would. That's exactly what happens. No, like, nice. fucking Garrick is walking along with one hand over your mouth. <laughs> like, he's, like, leading you guys through the darkness. And uh, eventually, after a few hours, uh, Garrick is kind of like, okay, I think we should rest for the night. Did we at any point kill anyone that was using a bow? Does anyone have a spare bow? You can have as many short bows as you want. You've killed so many people with short bows or crossbows. Those, those three guys you just killed all had. Why don't we search them? Oh, we're the worst adventurers ever. Yeah. Um, I'm going to retcon if you want and say you guys search those bodies. It seems like a reasonable thing to do. Cool. On them, you will have found three sets of black leather armor that you can probably sell for, I'm going to say, five gold more than what regular leather armor sells for because of how richly they're dyed black. Ooh. Um, Fancy black leather armor. That's right. That's the song what? I'm going to edit in <laughs> under this moment. Yeah. Is, it's called Dude, Fancy Black Leather Armor. That's the new theme song. Yeah, it's, it. like, um, it's like Prince. Like He wrote that whole series of songs you know, about like different clothes and different colours. Yeah. Did he? Yeah, most notably Raspberry Beret. And then he went on to write like Fancy Black Leather Armor and, of course, like Crusty Yellow Dungarees. Who could forget? Now, I know that two of those are a joke. <laughs> one of them's ridiculous and one of them's me. I haven't heard of the other one either, though. What, raspberry Beret? You haven't heard of Raspberry Beret? 
No, is that like Purple Rain? What do you mean? What do you mean? Crusty yellow dungarees is you? What? No, fancy leather, fancy black leather armor. That was me. This has all gotten off track. Never Um, mind. Really. The point is, it's night time now. It's deep in the night. We're all very sleepy, and it's probably time for you to to set up shop uh, for the night. So, uh, how do you guys want to do it? You've all got to rest, I imagine. Navy SEAL Duncan is going to keep watch, right? Well, we have to rotate watch because in your eight-hour rest, you get you're allowed to take watch for two hours as part of the eight hours. Nice. Oh, and there's so, conveniently four of you. Yeah, we can all rest and take two hours watch, yeah. and then it's all good. That's incredibly convenient. So, see, this is another thing that would have been neat if you guys hadn't saved Garrick's fucking life. <laughs> and now he's just perpetually along on your quest. To be fair, though, I did put in the hard yard saving his life. <laughs> oh, like, that's true, that's true, that's true. That's true. So, true. Yeah. It's so fucked up that you have the cantrip guidance and you're amongst... It. Literally, it's like any non-combat scenario, everyone just has plus four to any ability check. Because of this fucking cancer. Uh, plus on. 1d4, yeah. yeah. Fuck, fuck that. Um, and also spare the dying. Nobody ever needs to take fucking medical checks to... Yeah. Sus- uh, it's fucking... Also, if we ever dip into, like, a bit of a sci-fi fantasy type thing, I think, like... I definitely think Jody would get, like, a, this bionic arm, like a defibrillator sort of thing. Like, mm. it's like you know what I like? To- mm. Painted in the colours. It's It's fear of the mind, Grace. Grace, yeah. we can do anything we, we can want. Do- oh, my God. Grace? Yeah. We can do anything we it's want. Done. So, <laughs> can we make it Theatre of Cruelty instead? You're doing it right now. <laughs> <laughs> that was oh. a fucking excellent setup and oh. slam. Thank you, boys, oh. for that. I feel like that's why I exist. Yeah. <laughs> walking into that shit. Yeah. You're, you're the gag of our party. Yeah. <laughs> the that, Always that, taking blows. That had to be the fucking operator of the group that keeps yeah. everyone on under strict military yeah, yeah. fucking techniques. Um, all right, cool. So it's nighttime and you guys are all camping through. So uh, do you guys want to do anything before you uh, take your watch shifts and sleep for the night? Does anyone have any ale? Ah, uh, classic idea. Jodes. In fact, yeah, I that, that was me. I, I wasn't speaking in Spanish. So. I see. I um, see. But yeah, one of my personality traits for Duncan is that he's a bit of a drinker. So neat. Does Garrick probably have any uh, ale rations that we can? Come I'm going to say Garrick has a flask of fine brandy wine that he'll uh, he'll share with a lot of you yeah. as his new Maybe friends. Maybe we um, raise it in um, what's her name. Valeria. Valeria's yeah. memory. Yeah, there it's you such go. an impact that yeah. I forgot it. To the dead lady, I never trusted. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow, she sacrificed herself to yeah. save you all. She did, she did do that. I mean, we don't know that for sure. Uh, 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 anyway, Jody raises his glass and to fallen friends. Oh, I love this in Diego Montoya, Jody Mastana. Very good. Um, I actually get good at it by the end as well. Like, it'll be somebody, like 30 episodes in yeah, and I'll, yeah, I'll yeah. have an okay accent. So. Should we crack the book? I mean, we could just read it in the morning. I suppose. Because otherwise Jody's just missing out <laughs> that dark vision. Poor we Jody. just make shit up and be like, yeah, it says that uh, no monks allowed. <laughs> and I feel like of everyone in the group, he probably suffers from the most FOMO. So if you guys could read in the morning when he can read, I think he'd really appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, and you don't want to be putting up any lights because you're being pursued through the forest. So yeah, uh, that too. Everyone sleeps. You yeah. sleep the night through uh, with with no uh, event, seeing as your survival and stealth rolls were, were so good. Uh, and in the morning, if you want to crack into that spine at a time when everyone can read it. Mm. 
Um, I've got a little set piece for you guys. Ooh! Uh, so, as you open the book, Drasilia, on the inside cover, you can see, sort of like, almost etched into the paper, there's a message, but it doesn't look like it's written by hand. And, uh, as you hold the book, you actually hear Valeria's voice in your head, and it says this. I'm sorry. That's all I can think to say. I'm sorry for wrapping you brave, naive people up in this, for saddling you with a task that I failed. You have no idea what's coming, and it fills me with dread to think that I'm putting this on you, but there's simply no other choice. The very fate of the world may depend on it. This book contains the sum total of my knowledge about the Sine and what they lost. This book is the culmination of my life's work. A large part of this information was the gift of that temple we visited, but I'm getting ahead of myself and time is already so short. Even as I imbue this message, they're getting closer. And you're all doing so well at holding them off, but they'll have us soon. Look through this book. Some of it will be hidden to you, but some of it will not. I've done my best to obscure some of the information in case the book falls into the wrong hands, but if needs be, and the time is right, more of the knowledge will be revealed to you. For now, there should be enough for you to go on, which is the best I can do under the circumstances. That, and give you a chance to get away. It fills me with deep regret that I can't do more. You must get this book to my associates at the university. This is, to put it plainly, the most important task of your lives. They will be coming for you, the people who are chasing us right now. You'll have to move quickly. There'll be more in the area. They're powerful and well-connected, and they will have you declared enemies of the king the first chance they get. Be careful, trust your instincts, each other, and no one else. Find Alvar Nettleford, and take care of Garrick. And that's the end of the message. Whoa. Uh, I think <clears throat> Jody walks a couple of paces away and is, like, genuinely moved. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm serious. I think, like, he, like, really feels terrible that he met this person, and whether they trust him or not, the fact that she, like, seems to have sacrificed herself for them, like, he's just taking a moment, I think. Okay. So you could probably get the impression that during that whole cart chase, when she was sitting there holding this book and not doing anything, this is what she was doing. Mm. I feel like she didn't really need to obscure anything, right? Because as we all know, I'm keeping the book safe. (laughs) (laughs) In the canon. No one's getting hold of it. No, I mean, it's now impossible for anyone to get the book (laughs) because she's keeping it safe. Exactly, (laughs) yeah. You can't drop this item. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. Um, so, assuming that you want to proceed to have a flick through the book, uh, you can see that it's clearly been enchanted in some way. Uh, a lot of the pages, even some of the earlier pages, are blank. Pages that beyond them, there's more information. And you can feel, Drasilia, as you hold the book, that the pages aren't blank. They're just obscured by some kind of sorcery. Guys, I can feel that these pages aren't blank. <laughs> <laughs> Um, the book contains... Hey, as in, like, magically you can feel that, or as in you can feel the indent No, she can feel it magically. Mm-hmm. Right, okay. I, I thought it was, like, like... Just Braille? I was like, let's just put a piece of paper over there, <laughs> give it a bit of the old shush shush light, like, yes. tracing technique. Yeah. But, no. Neat. Um, Magic sensation, mm-hmm. I don't know how to trace that. <laughs> yeah. Um, for what it's worth. Thanks to come. <laughs> okay, moving right along. Uh, this book contains a treasure trove of knowledge about an ancient group known as the Sine. It's full of maps of the kingdom with locations marked and scribbled out, copious notes and obscure references to other tomes, all trying to track down what are referred to as the temples. 
There's a large circle kind of uh, in this area in the Ashwood that you know from traveling the area that was kind of encompassing the area where the temple that you guys visited was, but it's not specific. Next to the circle, there's like a series of obscure, uh, obtuse references to like texts that uh, point out landmarks that allowed her to navigate the rest of the way to the temple. Interestingly, somewhere towards the front of the book are detailed sketches of a necklace that you now recognize as the necklace that Valeria was wearing, uh, that she held onto when she did whatever she did that got rid of uh, the cart she was traveling in and the pursuit cart. It is apparent from the sketches in some of the text that's there that this necklace was a vessel for some stored magic that it's a relic left behind by this group. Because as she said, she and Garrick have been traveling around, doing lots of digging into this group for a while, and she's been doing her life's work researching them. And she had this necklace that she dug up, uh, wasn't sure what it was, but part of the knowledge that was attained in that first temple, this is all written on the page, basically, some of the stuff that she figured out off that wall was the way to activate this necklace and use some of its stored magic. Uh, there's also a page that you can read, uh, one of the most significant last pages that you can read right now, which contains references to these things that are known as pieces, referring to pieces of what was lost, and also referring to gifts located in the temples. And uh, there's a column labeled um, suspected pieces slash gifts. And then there's knowledge, power, death, life, and some question marks. Dude, are you doing a Matthew Riley bid? No. <laughs> The point is that... Are pillars made of, like, diamond that you, like, sort of... Listen, this is not a Matthew Riley. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just saying it sounds no, like, okay. like a Matthew Riley. I will bit. say, I will say this uh, to maybe... Uh, How many question marks are there? There's a, a... I mean, a few. It's it's suspected that there are several more that they haven't known about yet. Interestingly, those top four that are written out are all circled and written next to it is confirmed by First Temple. Knowledge, Ooh. power... Death and life. Death and life. So it's not the Triforce because there are already four of them. Yes, and there's suspected to be several more. Uh, I will tell you this. Uh, there's references in the text that suggest that whatever the pieces are and whatever the gifts are are not necessarily the same. They're not, like, necessarily, like, tied to one another. Mm. There are pieces of something that was lost, and then there are gifts as well that can be obtained. How do you spell this whole Sine thing? S-I-N-N-A-E. Are you thinking we title these episodes with, like, arcs? Because, like, this arc could be four ancient temples. Do you think? <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> this Matthew Riley. I'm just saying. <laughs> is one of the gifts a hovercar? Jeez. Uh, it's almost as if, like, having, like, MacGuffins spread about the land that do different shit is an incredibly common fantasy and sci-fi setting. It's almost as if Matthew Riley didn't invent that notion, Jackson. Would you consider Duncan the fifth greatest soldier in the world? <laughs> All right, enough of that. None of this makes any sense to me. Yeah, I've never yeah, read for a the word six of a Matthew, Matthew Riley fans out there that also listen to this podcast, yeah. they are at home clapping. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, dear. So where are we? Well, it's morning, right? Yeah. Let's get moving before we get jumped again. Where are you going, Carthus? Okay. So that I can kill everyone who's working with the suspicious lady. Nah, I'm kidding. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Um, how do you how do you think you guys are all thinking and feeling? Well, I think honestly, Jody was I think throughout that whole thing being like, should we just go to these temples? But I guess given that it was a dying lady's wish to, now, I actually like that idea a lot. Now you don't know what any of them are, but we have a map. We have a rough circle. Right? You have a 
bunch of oh. some information so and there a bunch are, there of... were specific notes next in that circle but not notes next to all the circles exactly and ah. also some of them are scribbled out and like a lot of the book is empty ah. um, but Valeria's note that you can read again tells you that like there's some magic in this book which uh, essentially like if it becomes important some of the information may no longer be obscured for you hmm so is there a location, you know, like the University of Carthus, where you can expect to find a bunch of learned people that isn't the University of Carthus? I mean, there are like smaller towns near the university where you might find some people. Um and certainly like small libraries, but like nothing like what's in the university. Who would f- how would you guys feel about doing some of our own research independently before we go to the university to try and verify even just a small part of this? For what it's worth, Garrick is vehemently opposed to this idea. He's yeah, Garrick- well, he goes down easy. So <laughs> yeah, Jody goes and stands next to Garrick. Yeah, Gar- Garrick is like, guys, I've been working with Valeria for a while now. I've come along with her on several expeditions to find some of this information. What about all the missions we had together, Garrick? What are they worth? Much and more, Duncan, but this is important. But, Duncan, what do you even want to verify, like, to make sure before we go to the university? Well, f- see what we can learn about the Cine and knowledge and power and death and life and pieces and gifts and people in black leather. But, and- I mean, surely the only danger is if <laughs> it is actually... Towards the end. Yeah. The only danger to us of going to the university is if it's actually true, right? And then... Well... The king the, will be after us. Oh, the, not the king. The danger of going to the university could be, what if the people in black leather are the good guys and we go to the university and they're the bad guys? It does mean we might get locked up and that just means we have to break out of prison, which I'm very into. The Okay, I'm into this idea. Um, and I will say, like, to give you a little peek at what's coming, like, in my mind, your journey from here to the university is not the end of this session. It's the next several sessions because you're traveling now clandestinely through like a kingdom mm. to get to somewhere. Like mm-hmm. you yeah. will very like likely to have these kinds of opportunities along the way. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think we should make that our first stop, you know, like on the way. And so then we're not necessarily like substantially delaying ourselves. If what we can find on our own lines up with this being a good idea. So we're looking for academics on the road to the university. So what you're saying. Basically, like if you yeah. go through a town, but also yeah. deliberately not on the road. <laughs> yeah. Now, uh, if any of you want me to reread any of the shit that was in that letter, feel free. I think I wrote oh, down the bits that are yeah. um, like the keywords. Wasn't sure about that assumption. This is the most important thing of your yeah, life. Yeah, I wasn't okay with that. I also wasn't okay with being called you naive. You don't know me. Naive. And even the tone us. of voice on you guys were doing so well. Like, sounded insincere. Well, you say that, but I did leap like. What, like 30 feet? So, like... I'm not saying we weren't doing well. I'm saying she sounded insincere. Oh, she was being sincere. <laughs> yes. I can promise you that. Can can we make... I want to make a survival check to make, like, a dope costume to hide my identity on the road. Oh, that shit. Totally not survival. Yeah, it's definitely not going to be a can survival I, What is it? Can I support that? That'd be, like, can give deception, a probably. Oh, yeah, deception. plus D4. Yeah. Let's say you get plus a D4 to this. Nice. And I'm going to say you can probably... Use prestidigitation to put symbols and shit on your clothes. That doesn't last very long. Okay. Also, Jody asks that if he does cast guidance, he gets a hand in helping you make the costume. Because he's very interested. Good news, Jody, because I got 23. 
Oh shit! Okay, what do you want this costume to be? Bear in mind your materials are black yeah. leather. Um, <laughs> stuff you've got on you. Like various bits of like, like other armor that you picked up along the way, I guess. I think you picked up some chain or something earlier. Oh god. So leather, chain. leather and yeah. chain. <laughs> this is going to be your basically work. ghost rider now. <laughs> Style you Tell know. me, what does this look like? <laughs> we already talked right. about... So I put the leather and the chain to one side, and I grab some fig leaves, and I'm like, sewing <laughs> them into my clothes. Oh, okay. I reckon, like, foliage sort of thing. So you want to be, like, a tree person? Yeah. Oh, like a, like a druid Like a camouflage. Sort of so wait, are you making, like, a ghillie suit? Oh, Is that the shit. idea? You should pretend... Oh, so not, a, not like, a costume... Like, <laughs> like a camouflage. Like, yeah. Oh my goodness. Okay, that's absurd. <laughs> Wait, so you're gonna like walk around the buildings being like, I'm Vines, I've always been here. That's absurd. I'm into it. So, I mean, right. I got it at 23. Yeah, so, so Drazilia's now covered in a do? bunch of. Oh, she's covered in a bunch goodness. of vines and dirt and shit. You can I stay said, in the tree line when we get to a town. I'm like. <laughs> Done streaks yeah. of mud on my face, <laughs> oh, like warping. Rambo. Yeah. I thought you were gonna do a cool like road warrior look with your <laughs> leather and chains. Man, and you're shit. all up on Mad Max tonight. <laughs> yeah, all right. I mean, you could say I'm always all up on Mad Max. <laughs> so, uh, do you guys want to head off on towards Carthage City, just like in that direction? Yeah. Yeah, makes sense. Yeah. Okay. Uh, on you go uh, for a little while, and I'm gonna say a day from where you are on foot. You are traveling, it's like early afternoon, and uh, you sort of can hear a commotion up ahead. Jody. <laughs> See? <laughs> <laughs> I love it. What do your Spanish eyes see? <laughs> do you have a perception's more an ear thing or like a sight? It's either. 19. 19, okay. Um, <clears throat> you can hear a couple of voices, and it sounds like they're having an argument. There is a, a quarrel up ahead. We must proceed with some caution. Okay, very great. Um, okay, cool. So, what do you guys want to do? Can I lean up against a tree and lend in to the surroundings? Make a stealth check. <laughs> Does it get, like, a bonus because I'm already in camouflage? I'll give you advantage Thank because you. of your camouflage. Jody. Oh, I got the same. Um, ten. <laughs> Do you have plus zero still? Yeah. Neat. Okay, well, you're oh, hiding... Plus two, twelve, twelve. Okay, there you go. So what do you guys want to do? What if? Who has a high charisma? What's your charisma like? You must have good charisma. I do. Right? Um, plus three. Oh, but you're all stealth and up right now. I was going to say, you could approach them using charisma. We could flank. I can unstealth if I need to. <laughs> How about you, like, approach and sort of try and trick them whilst we stealth around the edges? Um, do we want... Weapons away. Going in peacefully. Yeah, probably going peacefully, think. yeah. Okay. Apart from anything else, do you use spells? Yeah, so you didn't okay. need to... <laughs> what weapons were you referring to? I was just imagining yourself walking yeah. around with, like, two yeah. axes, but just, like, casting yeah. a great sword. Well, I just, thought you like, guys were flanking me. Yeah, no, like, no, 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 flanking them. them as in, like, in a flanking ah. maneuver. Yeah. Okay. We're not just, like, your bodyguards. Get, 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 <laughs> get, get tactical, stuff. So, is that what's happening? And what's Garrick doing? Oh, yeah. He is <laughs> flanking okay. with you so that when he inevitably dies, mm-hmm. you can spare him. Very good. Okay, so Jody and Garrick on one side. I'm going to see you guys going to the right. 
And I'm going to say Nunkan's going around to the left. Oh, I really felt like I was going to the okay. right. Okay, flip I'm going to make a check, a stealth check, to see if I can move in Towards without where being the noise. heard. Yep, go ahead. And hear more. So, 13. We also need to <laughs> stealth checks, because we're... Okay. Everybody make stealth checks. 16. Okay, no, so I'm going to say... Mine's like 20, 23. Okay, I'm going to say they don't hear any of you guys going in the flanking maneuver, and they're not... Like concerned enough to to hear you. So what happens is, as you as you approach the the source of this noise, you can see that there's like a clearing in the trees, uh, and standing in the clearing is a small group of people who are looking kind of like scared and also like um kind of ragged. Like they're wearing dirty clothes. They don't have a lot of possessions. You could probably intuit that they might be refugees from this long term war. Standing at the head of them is this, like, stockier woman who's carrying a spear and wearing some armor. And uh, she's facing off against a small host of people wearing black armor of various kinds. So there's this one um, not wearing any armor, just wearing black linen uh, man who's standing directly in front of this uh, stocky woman with the spear... And he's flanked on either side by two other men who are carrying weapons. Uh, what do they got? Short swords. And you can see bows uh, on their backs. And then standing around the clearing are six people wearing chain, kind of threatening the uh, group of refugees. And you can hear that there's an argument going on. Uh, and I now have to find a couple of character voices, so just bear with me for a minute here. What do these people sound? um i think that the the guy who's not wearing um any armor like black linen dude the black linen guy who's standing at the front it's kind of like you don't have any choice turn over what you've got and then uh did you like that one yeah Yeah, you like it okay cool good you're good okay so that guy he's he's very spooky uh and then i thought he was gonna be snooty I don't know why. Probably because he's not wearing any armor. Yeah. Yeah. He Okay, I should say this. He's not wearing any armor, but he is carrying a sword. And right. he has a crossbow on his back. Or rather on his hip, because the hand crossbow. So, uh, then uh, the, the lady who's carrying the spear uh, <clears throat> says in response, We barely have enough to take care of ourselves. We can't afford to give over the, the rest to you. Uh, how... F- how close... So, I'm kind of picturing there's, like, a roughly circle-shaped clearing. Mm-hmm. And did you say that it's, like, lined with dudes in chain? Uh, so there's four of them. Did I say six before? I meant I, to say four of them. I don't know. Uh, there's four of them. So there's, there's like, the there's the guy who's been talking, and then there's two people next to him, mm-hmm. and then there's these four people sort of standing. They're like, kind of, like, in a semicircle. Yeah. And then there's, like, a huddle of these people with this one woman standing uh, in front of them, kind of facing off against these guys. And uh, I'm going to say from the way they're facing, like, uh, Drazilia is kind of side on to this. So, like, she's kind of, like, directly in front of, like, where the two people are arguing. And so, like, on her left is going to be the refugees and on her right is this host of people. So, the host of people is on my side? Yes. Uh, how far away is the nearest one? Within range of you, if you want to make a move. But at the moment, we're still in the trees. You are. Uh, would they be within range of a hand axe? They'd be in long range of a hand axe. Okay. Uh, I think probably for the moment I'll wait and hear more. Okay. Um... I am going to take this opportunity to cast Charm on the dude (laughs) who is talking to the lady with the spear. All right, cool. Uh, How do we resolve this? i got to make a wisdom save, right? (laughs) Yep. Okay. 
He's charmed. <laughs> so, he's in the middle of his conversation and he's kind of like, oh, what just happened? He okay. says in his voice. I walk out into the clearing <laughs> and I say, friends, whatever is the matter? What's going on here? Um, she says, they're trying to take our supplies. We're refugees from the war and we're just trying to get to a safe haven. And these bandits are trying to take what little stuff we have. I ready in action to fire my short bow at the one closest to me. You guys on the left doing anything? You're kind of behind the refugees, but you could probably get all the way around. Yeah, I am uh, just want to like start heading closer. It's like slowly that drawing attention sort of thing, but just... Out like, of the tree line? Yeah. Into the clearing. Mm-hmm. Okay, as will soon be, as you... Like, s- will that be immediately sort of visible? Or? As soon as you step out of the clearing, um, a bunch of these guys kind of like... They're already holding their swords, but they kind of turn to you. We're not yeah. an initiative, but they're like yeah. facing you, the the various guys. Yeah. Um, Jody just kind of like looks and is like, like kind of like ha- hands up, like yeah. mouth open, just kind of like, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> and just kind of like grandstanding like this, just trying to like convince them that he's not a threat. Oh, Garrick steps up next to you and holds up his shield and he's just like, oh, you fucking idiot. <laughs> and, um... Right, so I say to the, the black linen man, surely there can be no reason for taking rations from people as helpless as this. What what are you doing? Read the um, charm person spell for me. So, the charm creature regards you as a friendly acquaintance <laughs> for an hour. He's like, oh, hey! Buddy! <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> so, um, do you want to make a persuasion check then with advantage on what you just said to convince this guy? So, 19. Okay. Uh, I'm going to say with that, he's kind of like, yeah, uh, I guess you're right. But um, all of the guys around him are like, hey, what are, you, what are you talking about? We need this stuff. We've been out here for days without any food. And then he's like, well, I don't know. They seem pretty helpless. We should just let them go, right, guys? And then the, like, four chain-wearing guys kind of like, oh, this is all bullshit. And they, like, grab their swords and start, like, threatening him and uh to clarify are these the guys that were like pointed at me yeah so they have now turned around yeah um I fire yeah I, I okay I everybody roll in <laughs> <laughs> I rush in Okay, so the first thing that happens is uh, Duncan's arrow comes out of the trees and flaks uh, into the back of the nearest guy to you is one of the chain-wearing guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, yeah, so I shoot the chain guy. Uh, that's going to be a 14 to hit. And 14 does not hit the guy with the chain shirt and the shield. I suspected that might be the case. Mm. <clears throat> so um, the first person in the initiative order is actually the lady carrying the spear, whose name is Andrea. And she picks up this spear. She uh, jabs it into uh, one of these chain-wearing guys who's right in front of her and nails him and deals him a very respectable amount of damage. Uh, No, it wasn't a chain. It wasn't. It was one of the other guys. So she stabs, I'm going to say, leather guy number one. And the next person to act is Drasilia. Okay, I rush to my charmed buddy and sort of yell out, I'll save you. You rush over to him? Yeah. Okay, sure. Is that bad? We don't need to be standing next to him to talk to him. Oh, that's true. That's a a good gesture, though. I mean, yeah. You're putting yourself yourself in the melee combat zone, Um, but go right ahead by all means. And I'm going to poison spray onto the chain 
And it's con save, right? Yeah, con okay. save. To one of the one of the chain boys, nat twenty does con save. So he just ignores your poison spray completely, and that's that. The next person to act is my good friend Jody Mastana. I uh, use my short bow and I whip out an arrow to, uh, I guess, number chain man number one. Chain man number one. So how much distance is between me and them? Probably like 25, 30 feet. Cool. Oh, you've stepped out, right? It's like yeah, twenty feet. Cool. I guess. Um, great. Uh, and I, I miss. Okay, fantastic. Uh, and I, I duck back like 15 feet. Next is Garrick, who charges up at the first chain man. Fucking gets him real good. Um, <clears throat> and, ooh, dear. This is going to hurt. Yeah, fucking kills him. Uh, just like <laughs> stabs this guy right through his chain and uh, brings him down. Uh, so Dang. chain guy number one is now... Out of combat. Uh, and Garrick's standing up amongst the chain boys. Uh, the next person to act is the guy who wasn't wearing any armor, who's charmed. And he spends his time being like, Whoa, guys, what are you doing? And like, fle- like kind of moving back into the tree line. Like, there's no need for all this violence. Because he's now been persuaded that he doesn't need to do this. Uh, and that's him taken out of the combat. So now it's Duncan. Um, I will, uh, run over to the nearest chain dude, mm-hmm. uh, drop my bow, pull out my greatsword, mm-hmm. and take a slash at Yeah, him. go for it. That is 16 to hit. Does it? <laughs> Gonna re-roll my two. Nice. Turning that into two sixes plus my strength, that's going to be a sweet 15 damage. You cut this guy in half at the hip. This fucking chain guy is just dead. So that's two of them down. Now there's only chain three and chain four, uh, leather left and leather right, and no armor. So uh, next is the leather-wearing dude who got attacked by Andrea, who attacks Andrea right back and misses her. And then it's the other leather-wearing guy who turns to Drazilia, who's inexplicably standing right next to him, and attacks her. And I assume 20 hits you. Eight damage. (laughs) Uh, The next person to act is the two dead guys, and then the two not-dead guys. One moves to you, and one moves over to Garrick. And uh, the one that... (laughs) Crits Garrick? Yeah. (laughs) Crits Garrick! What is it about Garrick? Why can he not catch a break? Sounds like a sitcom. What is it about Garrick? Yeah, there's something about Garrick. That's another merch opportunity. (laughs) Um, Okay, he's not dead, but he gets hit bad, and uh, he's he's still hanging in there. So, uh, next in the order is... Oh, the one that hits you... um, Does 19 hit your AC? It does. Okay, well, he doesn't crit you, but you do take nine damage anyway. Ooh. Yeah, that's a, that's a hefty hit right there. It is. Uh, okay. Can't take too many of them. Not yet, you can't. Um, so, uh, the next person to act, who was that? Those guys, is Andrea. And Andrea gets her spear again and jabs it at the guy in front of her, and she hits him again. And he takes enough damage that she drives her spear through, like, the... Just above, like, where his chain shirt ends and it goes straight through his throat. And she's now got this dude, like, shish kebabbed. And then she, like, pulls her spear out and he just falls to the ground in front of her. I feel like you made the shish kebab joke last time. Did I? It's just good with spears. It's a good one. It's a good one for spears. Uh, And then she just, like, pulls it out and the guy just, like, falls to the ground at her feet. And uh, the next person to act is Drazilia. 
Um, so how many are left? Okay, so that guy's dead. So there's two guys wearing chain shirts that have just hit Garrick and uh, Duncan. There's the guy standing in front of you who's just hit you with his sword. Uh, and then there's your mate who is like, like whoa. Love me. Yeah. Um, okay, I'm going to magic missile then. Okay. On the three still in combat. Okay, one on each of them? Well, let's start with this bastard who hit me. Okay, yeah, good idea. Um, five. Five. <laughs> and three. So 13. 13. All up. Does it all want to go on this guy? Yes. I'll tell you, it won't kill him, but it does really fucking get him looking pretty rough. Nice. Uh, yeah, so these three darts of energy all, like, poke through this guy's leather armor in different places, and he kind of, like, stumbles back a little bit. Um, and then the next person to act is Jody Mastana. Uh, I rush over and I hit, uh, Chainmail 3. Okay. Uh, who has horrible disfiguring burns. Is that the one who hit Garrick? Uh, probably. Yeah. If that's what Jody's running. I'm sure. guessing. Um. That makes sense. Yeah. And so, um, just, it's canon. This guy has horrible disfiguring. I'm going to call him Bernie from now on. Okay. Bernie Sanders? No, just. Okay. Just Bernie. Bernie. All right. So you run up to yeah. Bernie. Um. So that'll be, that's a nine plus. It's probably not going to do yeah, it. Yeah, probably not. So that's a miss from um, Jody. Next is Garrick, who picks up his trusty sword and also misses the guy that he's engaged with. Uh, so no worries there. The next person to act is again this charmed guy wearing no armor. And he's like, guys, everybody put down your weapons. Why are we still fighting? And he's like in the trees now, like just backing out of the clearing, just <laughs> disappearing out of the conflict. Uh, and then it's Duncan. I will take a big old slash of the dude who's fighting me. Yeah, good idea. That seems like the right person to hit. Uh, 14 to hit. Um, no. That won't do it. Damn! So the guy wearing the chain. Well, then I'll fucking action surge. Yeah, go for it. That's going to be a 20 to hit. Hey! Natural 20? No. Okay. Uh, I'm going to re-roll another one. Hey, nice. 12 damage. Yeah, he's dead, dude. You nice. also chop this. So Duncan's just fucking, fucking leaves people in all of them. Just yeah, exactly. No um, legs for you. Cool. Wow, dude. Fresh Seinfeld rap. Um, so the next, the next yeah. person you're to the, act... You're the, you're the leg Nazi. <laughs> um, so the next person to act is indeed the guy you just hit with Magic Missile, who is still standing right in front of you. So he tries to swing at you with his sword. Oh, does 10 hit you? No. Hey, there you go. He somehow misses you. I guess you just kind of like shimmy shake out of the way. <laughs> Like, do a little, like... Like, like the mask. Yeah. Yeah. He just doesn't see me because I blend into the trees. Yeah, so right, of course. Yeah. I should have <laughs> given him disadvantage. Um, <laughs> optical illusion. Yeah, yeah. He shifted slightly to the right and was like, what'd you get? <laughs> uh, neat. Uh, so, there's only one uh, of these chain guys left, and he's the one in front of Garrick, and he's the one who just crit Garrick, and now he's attacking Garrick again, and he's going to hit him again. And... Uh, yeah, Garrick's unconscious. Put the Garrick's so to bed. Garrick's gone to bed for the third time in three episodes. Congratulations, wow. Garrick. Um, fantastic. The he next... did a real good job earlier, guys. Come on. Yeah, he's killed three guys yeah. today. Don't give him such a hard Has time. He? Yeah. yeah. Anyway, um, the next person to act is Andrea, who's seeing uh, Garrick go down. Uh, and you know what? She probably moves over to the the 
squishy looking sorcerer who's being attacked and uh, attacks the guy who's attacking her uh, and critically hits him. And at that point, it doesn't matter because he was only on three hit points and there's no way that she can roll two dice and have her modifier and not kill him. So she fucking shish kebabs this guy as well, <laughs> but like through the back. And so you just see like... both on the same <laughs> The other guy's on the ground. But you just see a spear burst out of this guy's chest, like the fucking chest bursting bug from Alien. And then uh, he also crumbles to the ground. So there you go. Well done, Andrea. Um, and next act is uh, Drazilia. So you've got one chain guy left who has just knocked Garrick out and hasn't taken any damage. And then you've got your mate who's, like, fleeing into the trees. I guess I go for the chain guy. Cool. Yeah. So I'll frost him. Yeah, get frosty. Yeah. Oh, it doesn't hit. Very good. Okay, <laughs> next person to act is uh, Jody Mastana. Spare the dying on my boy Garrick. Ah, I love it. Because he was about to have to make a death save because he's up next, but now he yep. doesn't. So now Garrick is stable yet again. <laughs> this fucking guy. Honestly. <laughs> Toads always let Garrick? him bleed for one turn because he can't die on his first roll and you might kill the dude. True. Yeah. But, I mean, I think my priority was Garrick. Oh, yeah, yeah. Just, totally, totally. Yeah. Straight to it. This is me just military operating yeah, you. Yeah. And metagaming, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, I guess. Yeah, I, <laughs> I guess, guess I just straight up like... is. No, but I feel like as a soldier, I'd be like, oh. He's got at least six seconds. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Nobody, nobody bleeds out at six. I've seen men bleed out at 12. Nobody bleeds out at six. <laughs> most, most of the time, it's 18 minimum. I have seen it happen in 12. <laughs> Never in six. Sometimes, sometimes they come back and they actually gain health. And weirdly. It's incredible. <laughs> they always bleed out on six second intervals. <laughs> Do you guys notice I'm constrained by six seconds all the yeah. time? <laughs> Everything I do, I have to stop after six seconds. Don't you think it's weird that when you're chasing someone, they get to run for six seconds, then you get to run for six seconds? At no point can you run at the same time. It's really weird. I have the world's worst love life. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God! So is Jinkan having an existential crisis in the middle of this Yeah, <laughs> he's just like, Constantly. the world is alive, the world is alive! <laughs> When you realize that everything operates in six seconds, you don't trust scholars anymore. Because why haven't they figured it out and why aren't they telling us? Next act is unconscious Garrick. And then after that, uh, the guy who's wearing the linen who's now just gone. Gone, gone. Well, I mean, like, he's like 60 feet into the trees. He was all spooked by the fighting. Like, he was all peace and love. And everyone started killing each other. And he was like, guys, no! And just, like, disappeared into the forest. And next act is Duncan. What race are you? Uh, Jody? I'm wow. Human. I'm Spanish. Uh, <laughs> I, I, so hang on, the ones still alive are the ones who put Garrick down. Just him. And just then him. the guy who's now gone. And Andrea. Uh, is the one who put Garrick down within range of me? Yeah. Uh, I, I say to these two, get after Linen, mate. I'll deal with this one. I've got little legs. Great. <laughs> that still only counts as one. <laughs> Like an officer baby legs. Yeah. <laughs> so I take a swing at him. Yep. Uh, oh, that's not too good. That's uh, that's eleven to hit. Not gonna do it, I'm afraid. Is he chain or leather? This He's one? chain. Yeah. We're right back around to Andrea, who starts chasing down. I get full tilt. The guy, uh, and then it's Brazilia's turn. Uh, okay, so I'm you've probably say... got spells that are in range of this guy, or you could just yell at him to come back. Exactly. Hey. Yeah. So I dash over. Yeah. And I yell out, 
Buddy, come back. It's all good. Make that persuasion roll with advantage. And don't forget to add your d4. Oh, oh do, you have, do you only get to use it once? Sorry? Do you only get to use the guidance, guidance once? once. Oh, okay, so you don't have a d4. That's okay. I don't need it. 23. Yeah, okay. He's like, whoa, all right then. <laughs> and, uh, well done. So, uh, okay, next thing. Wait, no, one of the chain guys wasn't dead, was he? Yeah. Yeah, okay, so he still gets an action. I totally skip his action. Uh, all right, before all right. that all happens, he attacks, I'm going to say, Duncan. Who just tried to hit him yeah, and missed. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and does 18 hit your AC. Sorry, 20, but still hits. Um, so you take six damage. Ooh. How you doing, hit points? I've got seven. Oh, that's not so bad. Need a nice cup of tea. All that happens, and the next person to act is Jody. Uh, yeah, try and brain this dude with my bow star. Yes, that'd be 22 to hit. Yep. Finally. Uh, 10 damage. Oh, neat. He's still alive, but he's looking then very I weak. Flurry of blows. Yep. That was a critical miss. That one is a 16. That hits him. Beautiful. Um, uh, 3 damage. Yeah, he's dead. So Jody, like, brings his bow staff down on this guy and, like, cracks him on the skull and follows up with a fucking, like, heel of his palm to the face and you just, like, feel his nose go into his head. Oh. And he just, like crumples so congratulations i'm gonna say the initiative count is over you've got an hour roughly with which this guy is still charmed whose name you find out is tabsworth and uh you're all gonna be level three and i think that's the end of the episode is his name tabsworth because he's like just tripping balls now is that what's going no, it's on because he's keeping tabs on us right nice <laughs> yeah that was better yeah <laughs> <laughs> Uh, always better when you like stomp someone's good joke with a shit shot. <laughs>how to win loot and influence dragons is a production of the curio network and hosted by thomas owen grace chapel ben McAllister, and jackson newson editing by ben McAllister. you can find details of all the music in the show notes We'd love to hear from you if you've got some thoughts about the show. So find us on Facebook or Twitter at Curio Network or at HGWLate on Twitter. If you like the show, think about giving us a rate and review on iTunes or wherever you listen. It's actually really helpful. We've got other content on Curio, such as Odds and Ends, or Still Interested. Check it all out at CurioNetwork.com.